hard rain and slow trains. Stick around for the next hour of Bob Dylan and his fellow travelers. It's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard rain. Broadcasting to you from KEPW 97.3 FM, PeaceWorks Community Radio in Eugene, Oregon, and streaming online at KEPW.org. Everything is happening by the clock. Without clocks, there wouldn't be any useful idea of time, only in the mind. My poor mind, which is so bombarded with dates, calendars, and numbers, has been deceived into believing there is such a thing as time. Woe is me. Welcome back to Hard Rain and Slow Trains, Bob Dylan and fellow travelers. It was 25 years ago tomorrow, September 30th, that time out of mind entered our minds. What is a quarter century? What does it mean? As Dylan continued in his letter from seven years before its release, hasn't everybody at some point in their life asked, what time is it? It's no time. The sun comes up and the sun goes down. That's what time it is. The soul never dies, and neither does it know time. We are each here marking time, with each breath, with each heartbeat, with each drumbeat. Tonight on Hard Rain and Slow Trains, we are commemorating Time Out of Mind. The name of the episode, you can seal up the book, the 25th anniversary of Time Out of Mind. Sometimes I wonder, tell 
Bob Dylan with the fourth track of his now 25-year-old album, Time Out of Mine. Dylan has so many songs and so many recordings, I try not to overplay too many songs so that over the course of all the episodes of Hard Rain and Slow Trains, you can feel the scope of Dylan's 60-year career. But Time Out of Mine has been a favorite here on Hard Rain and Slow Trains, so picking songs that have not been played from among its 11 tracks is a bit difficult. You just heard one of those songs, Million Miles. I played a live version of it from 2003, but never the studio recording in its entirety. Until now. I'm walking 
through streets that are dead. Million Miles is the first song of the album that does not begin with the singer walking. The opening track, Love Sick, begins with I'm walking through streets that are dead. The second song, Dirt Road Blues, begins Gonna walk down that dirt road till someone lets me ride. And standing in the doorway begins with a singer not standing, but walking. I'm walking through the summer nights, the jukebox playing low. Million Miles continues the album's preoccupation with traveling, but instead of beginning with walking, the singer begins with, you took a part of me that I really miss. I keep asking myself how long it can go on like this. He's trying to get closer, but still a million miles from the subject to whom he sings. The next song, Trying to Get to Heaven, also has the singer moving, this time searching for heaven. The song after, Till I Fell in Love with You, has the singer mapping out his calendar. Tomorrow night, before the sun goes down, if I'm still among the living, I'll be Dixie bound. The following song, Not Dark Yet Though, suggests that all the movement may be an illusion or a mask for a deeper, more still reality. I know it looks like I'm moving, but I'm standing still. Cold Irons Bound has the singer again contemplating the landscape he travels through. The road is rocky and the hillsides mud. Up over my head, nothing but clouds of blood. And Make You Feel My Love, the singer is traveling the rolling sea and the highway of regret and is willing to go to the ends of the earth for you. In the penultimate song, Can't Wait, the singer is again back to walking, and like Johnny Cash, he's I'm trying to walk the line. As much as that is a figure for trying to stay true, there is a restless movement in the song. The singer is moving both on the outside and also within, strolling through the lonely graveyard of his mind, insisting that he doesn't know how much longer he can wait. This peripatetic journey culminates in Highlands, a favorite here as we've played it twice on this show in the past, where the singer continues to roam the world, trying to find the destination wherein he already lives in his mind. Where my heart's in the Highlands At the break of day Sometimes instead of walking, the singer is marching, even when he's sitting in church in an old wooden chair. Well, I'm sitting in church in an old wooden chair. I knew nobody would look for me there. So it pity. Through the earth and the skies Looking for nothing 
anyone's eyes Once I had a pretty girl She did me wrong I'm a trip to the city And the road ain't long Snowflakes are falling around my head. Lord have mercy, they feel heavy like lead. I've been hit too hard, seen too much. Nothing can heal me now.
Bob Dylan with Marching to the City, an outtake from Time Out of Mind, recorded in 1997. All the songs in Time Out of Mind are in the present tense, as if amidst his walking, marching, and roaming, the singer is steadfast in the present. Significantly, the last word of the album in the clip from Highlands that I just played you is now, as if to reinforce the only time that truly exists is the ever-present now. Time, the future and the past, are out of mind. But that does not mean that the past cannot rule the present. In fact, it can haunt it. Here is another outtake from Time Out of Mind, a song about a man searching for a person he knew, or thinks he knew, wandering the past while in the present, trying to make the two connect. I ramble and gamble for the one I love, and the hills will give me a song. Though nothing looks familiar to me, I know I've stayed here before, once a thousand nights ago, with the girl from the Red River Shore. Great Scott, I've played Red River Shore more than any actual Time Out of Mind song. Way more. One might say I've played it time after time. Or at least four times for outtake number one, the better version, and one more time for outtake number two, the accordion version. In fact, it even made it all the way to number three in our list of top 50 greatest Dylan songs way back in time, two and a half years ago, in our March 5th, 2020 episode. I guess I really like to make time for this song. I must think it really stands the test of time. Time will tell if I've been right. I better get to it before I run out of time. All right, enough goofiness. Have the time of your life, my friends, with Red River Shore.
said and done I never did know the score One more day Is another day away From the girl From the Red River Shore Take number two of Red River Shore, the accordion version, from the Time Out of Mind sessions in Criteria Studios in Miami, Florida. That was taken from the eighth volume of Dylan's bootleg series, Telltale Signs. The version I played is off the third disc, which is only available in the deluxe edition of the collection, which, if you're going to get, is worth getting. Dylan spent many months working on the album Time Out of Mind. The recording started at the Teatro, a theater that Canadian producer Daniel Lanois and engineer Mark Howard transformed into a recording studio. I love Howard's book, Listen Up, which he wrote with his brother Chris while he was undergoing treatments for stage four cancer. It looked like it was gonna be his final testament, but then he survived. 
The book is filled with his stories working with Lanois, setting up unique recording environments in Mexico and New Orleans, and recording with all kinds of musicians, Willie Nelson, Neil Young, Iggy Pop, Emmylou Harris, U2, Robert Plant, Sheryl Crow, Joni Mitchell, Tom Waits, Marianne Faithful, Ricky Lee Jones, Mumford and Sons, and others. But the most space in the book, three chapters, is reserved for Howard's work with Dylan on Oh Mercy and Time Out of Mind. Howard's chapter on Dylan's recording at the Teatro, just 30 miles up Pacific Highway 1 from Dylan's home at Point Dume in Malibu, is mostly filled with Dylan's stories that he would share with Howard and others. Howard writes, Dylan loved to tell stories, but any time he did, he would stop halfway through and ask, did I tell you this already? When we tell him we hadn't heard it, he'd always carry on, but often pause a second time. You sure I haven't told you this story? Here is Mark Howard talking about the sound they developed at the Teatro that would be pivotal for the record. With Time Out of Mind, I think that record sounded that way because of where Daniel Lemois was at that time, just finishing the record with you 2 And I, I feel that there's connections and certain sounds that are on that record are, are related to that. And then with um, Time Out of Mind, I thought that uh, it was kind of like a new chapter and a new sound. And I was kind of going with what Bob wanted to hear. He was interested in this older sound. And he would be listening to the radio and he'd be able to tune into this radio station that played old blues records. He kept on saying to me, you know, why do those records always sound so great? And um, I said, well, it's the approach and the microphones that they used in those days. Because why can't I have a record that sounds like that? And I said, you can. You know, and so I took a, a kind of a 1950s approach to recording that record with old ribbon mics and tube mics and only one or two mics on the drum kit and just, and then his vocal sound, which is pretty unique on Time Out of Mind, which was I would take his vocal and run it through a little distortion pedal and then into a little amp and then I would mic the amp. He would never wear headphones, he would only hear his voice coming out of this little amp, so it sounded like this old sound coming out out of an old radio. And I would blend that with his clean vocal, 50-50, with the amp vocal, and that gave that presence, that his vocal sound on that record. I was interested in in using those techniques with the old, you know, RCA ribbon microphones and old Neumann microphones, and and it just has a certain sound that you don't get uh, when you do modern recordings. And it was all done on 24-track analog, and I think that has particularly... um, a darker sound than digital music today, and, and it gave that record a, a darker sound than, than the O'Mercy. O'Mercy had kind of a very clear and kind of up-close sound, where the uh, Time Out of Mind record was a little more mysterious, a little swampier, and I think the placement of, of some of the instruments being far back and then some things being close up has got a, a deeper depth of feel. Howard writes, when we were ready to start recording Time Out of Mind at the Teatro, Dylan said that he couldn't make the album that close to home. He felt there would be too many distractions with his family nearby, and that he needed to go somewhere far away. He suggested Miami. My heart sank. The Teatro had an amazing sound. We were to start in early January, so I volunteered to drive a bunch of the gear and a couple of motorcycles to Miami although it meant giving up my Christmas holiday in order to drive from coast to coast and still have time to set up. At Criteria Recording Studio in Miami, the record came together. If you'd like to hear about the Criteria Studio and its importance in Dylan's recording career, scroll on back to episode 105 of Hard Rain and Slow Trains, broadcast on March 11th of 2021, and listen to the episode In Miami, Cities Where Bob Dylan Recorded, Part 5. Let's take a listen to how the recording of the album developed from the Teatro to Criteria. 
but no sense in keeping you on the sideline. Let's get you involved. On to Who Did It Better. It's time once again for Who Did It Better? This is your chance to vote for whose version of the song of the week you think is better. Go to our Twitter page at Rain Train and vote for who did it better. If today was not Last week on Who Did It Better, we asked you to tell us who did the aching Tomorrow Is A Long Time Better, a song that Dylan wrote in August of 1962 while his love, Susie Rotolo, was in Italy. The song has been covered by many, many musicians. The two options I gave you were the Canadian duo of Ian and Sylvia, who released one of the first covers of the song in 1963, or American bluegrass outfit the seldom seen in 2007. I can't see my reflection in the water. And with 53% of the vote, you told us that Ian and Sylvia did it better. Both of the versions were great, but Ian and Sylvia's was particularly moving. Both Ian and Sylvia Tyson are still with us, and both just celebrated September birthdays. Sylvia turned 82 on September 19th, and Ian just turned 89 this past Sunday. Thank you to those of you who voted. The Who Did It Better from four weeks ago when I asked you to pick between three different versions of Twist and Shout was a success because of so many of you voting, so let's do it again. I'll play you three versions of Can't Wait, all by Dylan, in order to illustrate how the recording and sound of Time Out of Mind developed as the base of operations transferred from the Teatro in Oxnard, California to Criteria Recording Studios in Miami. The first version you will hear was recorded at Teatro. About the initial recording of Can't Wait in the early days at the Teatro, Mark Howard recalls that Dylan arrived, went straight to the piano, and was working out a song with a gospel vibe. Tony Mangurian started playing a hip-hop beat on my little 1970 Blue Pearl drum kit against Dylan's gospel. In a haunting growl, Dylan began to sing, I can't wait, then continued, I can't wait, wait for you to change your mind. It's late, I'm trying to walk the line. The hair on my arms went up. I was recording everything so I captured how it all fell together. Dylan sang a couple of verses and then stopped maybe not wanting to give too much away. We listened back and marveled at how amazing it sounded. Dylan loved it. I copied the two verses and made a longer arrangement so we could hear what it would sound like with a full accompaniment. Dylan left for the night, and we knew we had something amazing. Here are three versions of Can't Wait. The first is from the Teatro, and I will designate it Teatro Alternate in the Twitter poll. The second is from Criteria in Miami, and I will designate it Criteria Alternate in the Twitter poll. And the third is the final album version. It's also from Criteria, and I will designate it Album in the Twitter poll. When you're listening, note how much the lyrics change from version to version. Listen to all three, and then go to our Twitter page at Rain Trains and vote to tell us which version is better. If we do it in, uh, how about B-flat? 
to recover the sweet love that we knew You understand That my heart can't go on beating without Loveliness has wounded me I'm reeling from the blue I wish I knew what it was That keeps me loving you so I'm breathing hard Standing at the gate Ah, oh, but I don't know
Now go to our Twitter page to vote and tell us which version of Can't Wait is better. The first Teatro alternate version, the second Criteria alternate version, or the final album version. Stay tuned to Deadish, searching for the sound here on KEPW, where Jeff will be playing music from his first ever Grateful Dead show on September 30th, 1972, 49 years and 364 days ago to the night. If you enjoy what we're doing here on Hard Rain and Slow Trains, Bob Dylan and fellow travelers, and if you are in a position to help, we know times, as well as the rain, can be hard. Consider supporting the show through Patreon. Simply go to patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, where you can look up Hard Rain and Slow Trains and pledge $3 a month, which gives you access to behind-the-scenes articles on the episodes, $10 a month, which provides access to the complete playlists for all the episodes, or $30 a month. Anything you donate goes back into Hard Rain and Slow Trains to help keep the show going, which is produced for KEPW as an all-volunteer labor of love. All three years' worth of episodes are available for free on the Hard Rain and Slow Trains webpage and your favorite podcasting app. But producing and archiving the show does take money. If you're already a patron, thank you. And whether or not you can support the show, please consider writing a review of Hard Rain and Slow Trains through the podcasting app you use. It's a little thing you can do to help us out. Also, don't be a stranger. You can contact us through Twitter at Rain Trains to let us know how we're doing, make suggestions, or participate in the conversation about Bob Dylan and his fellow travelers pulling through the hard rain on that slow train. Welcome back to 20 Pounds of Headlines, your news from the world of Bob Dylan. Dylan resumed touring in Oslo on Sunday, followed by a show in Stockholm on Tuesday, and one in Gothenburg, Sweden just a few hours ago. Tomorrow he will play Copenhagen, then he is on to Germany for a week. He plays Flensburg on Sunday, Madgeburg on Monday, and Berlin next Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, where he has a three-day residency at the Verti Music Hall. After Germany, it's on to France, Belgium, the Netherlands, and the United Kingdom. If you are not able to see Dylan this time around, go check out Mr. Tambourine's YouTube page. He curates a terrific collection of Dylan performances and contrasts different arrangements of the same song, which really serves to highlight Dylan's artistry. He also does live setlist discussions in which participants can discuss Dylan's setlist the night of certain performances in the YouTube comments section. It can be exciting to discuss what Dylan is playing as he is playing it with other enthusiasts. Thank you, Mr. Tambourine. Sound engineer Mike Persanti was interviewed by Drew Dempsey at Sunset Sound in LA on YouTube and clarified that the Shadow Kingdom sessions, which amounted to three months of recording and filming, emerged out of the six Ionic Originals recordings that Dylan did with T-Bone Burnett in March of 2021. In an earlier separate interview, Burnett specified the six songs that he recorded with Dylan as Blowin' in the Wind, the Ionic original that was just auctioned on July 7th through Christie's, and then also Masters of War, The Times They Are a-Changin', Simple Twist of Fate, Gotta Serve Somebody, and Not Dark Yet, which debuted on Time Out of Mind 25 years ago. 
And that's all the news from both Time Out of Mind and This Week in the World of Bob Dylan. Well, where does the time go? It certainly flies. We've got a lot more to say about Time Out of Mind on its 25th anniversary. Why don't you come back next week to Hard Rain and Slow Trains, and we'll broadcast part two of our Time Out of Mind 25th anniversary episode.